Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Rob Bailey. The campaign is Spawn of Azathoth. It was written by Doc Herper, and our game master is John Hook. This is episode 11. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lively as his character, Cornelius Cuthbert. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart? We departed. The banker, the historian, the mystic, the scientist, and the librarian, along with our guide, Barnabas. Our journey was simply to take us from Ulthar northward along the road we came in on to the castle of the Sacred Fount, on elephants no less. Our journey, the first half at least, was relatively uneventful, other than Dr. Long and I proving we are not that capable with a bow. We had to barter most of our few possessions away to be granted passage on the ferry crossing at Kirin. The river behind us, we proceeded to enter the dreaded jungle of Kled en route to the castle of the Sacred Fount. Not far in, we were attacked by a huge tree-like creature. And in fighting it off, Zeno and Myron both took a nasty fall to the floor of the jungle. Both recovered, we carried on, even more vigilant than before. As the sky darkened, we again were attacked by huge bat-like creatures this time. We barely escaped, fighting them off as well. All of us injured one way or the other, we were still well enough to continue on the journey. Through the parting trees of the jungle, we finally see the giant gleaming ivory tower of the castle of the Sacred Fount. What awaits us there, we do not know. Very good. Yes, so the your, your caravan has uh, arrived at this uh, castle of the Sacred Fount. Um, it's said it's a castle of ivory, but it looks like it's uh, a, a very white marble. This building, it looks like it's seen better days. Um, you are before what you believe is the front entrance. Um, there is a series of, of uh, 12 columns with like a, a latticed uh, uh, roof over all of them and um, ivy and other, you know, uh, vine uh, plants have uh, grown twisting up the uh, columns and all across the latticed roof uh, of this of this covered walkway uh, that leads to the front arched doorway of this of this tower, this white tower. The tower also has ivy, you know, stretching up its sides, and uh, the building just looks like a filthy gray here at ground level, and it and it you know transitions into a uh, a more clean white up at the top and the tower is easily um 40 feet high uh, and uh so this covered walkway that's that's you know uh, has this viney growth of plant life all over and woven throughout it uh the plant life 
Um, it looks uh, wet and sickly, and there is a uh, what was probably once a, ref uh, uh, a reflecting pool running the length of this um, in the center uh, under this covered walkway. But that reflecting pool is just uh, uh, scum-covered water, and it's, it's a brown, uh, filthy, mucky thing. Um, doesn't look like it's that deep, but it, you know, what water is in it is just a, it's an awful uh, algae covered uh, slime. And, uh, and so you can see uh, this muddy track that goes uh, on either side of the reflecting pool and goes up to the, uh, to this open uh, arched doorway that goes into this uh, large circular tower this is still dark now correct yes night has fallen and uh and so it's it's pretty dark out here um and you can start you start hearing the uh the jungle uh nightlife kind of coming alive and chirping and, and a light rain is starting to fall being that it is dark do we notice any of the windows in this tower with a flickering light on at all? Does anything indicate any sort of uh, occupation there? There are a few windows um, and they seem to be um, like ascending on the outside of the building. You can see these windows that are like ascending up, twisting up, uh, but they're all dark. So the windows are in a pattern that would be in keeping with a spiral stair. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good assertion because there aren't windows like everywhere. It just looks like there's some certain windows just kind of tracing its way up and twisting around to the opposite side that you can't see. Now we have read of a great pool and a stone arch. This swampy bit looks like what it was the great pool uh and beyond this sort of colonnade you said there was a stone archway is that right that's the main entrance to the tower yes nothing that we've heard suggests that we need to enter the tower itself uh barnabas do you know any of the mythology of this place uh barnabas uh is sitting up there and he says it is very dangerous rumors really just rumors that it's uh very dangerous no one has ever uh fully explored and and come to tell its tale personally i'm wondering considering the creatures that have attacked us both tree and bat um, that we would probably be safer camping inside that building there, the uh, tower. And if those are stairs going to the roof, I'd almost be willing to stay up on the roof where tree monsters can't get to us. We could explore tomorrow. Yeah, a good idea. At least inside. Always sleep in the elephants. Barnabas, you don't plan to leave the elephants, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I have fulfilled my task. I've gotten you here, and I will get you home. 
I'm happy to hear the second part. I keep asking you how many tours you've let in, and I've never asked how many you let out. <laughs> you are very funny. Very funny. I like you. And a big clap on your shoulder. Still didn't answer the question, but... <laughs> Rarely does he. Um, what shall we do? Is there uh, anywhere around the base of, uh, of the tower that can act as semi-shelter for the elephants? Uh, no, uh, Barnabas whistles and the elephants uh, bunch up closer together and then they kind of squat down and, and basically sit on their knees and belly and they just kind of, you know, hunker in and, uh, and you know, get into a sleeping position without without laying down <laughs> okay may we um barnabas uh, may we uh, upon investigating the the tower may we borrow these fine daggers uh of yours and he says yes they are, are for your use oh, thank you i uh think we We'll find that we shouldn't dally. Uh, the longer we're still and ignorant in this place, the more foul things can come upon us. I just am trying to recall what little lore we have. Again, Great Pool, Stone Arch, Dire God of Chaos, Ib Tatstil, that can tell us anything, grant great changes, generate chaos. Sorry. For for an unknown price. And have to approach it on hands and knees. Right. Or at least the followers did. A viewer, the ones written about in the narcotic manuscript. No, we have none of the writings with us. This was all left behind, correct? my understanding correct thought that we were handed the chinese script that said look for the stone arch you could yeah you could have a a, a, a translation oh but you don't have any you don't have any text with you right well it's it's really dark out i don't know how Unless there are torches inside, I'm not sure how much investigating we can do at the moment. What is, what what uh, level of dilapidation does the building look itself? Does it look sound? Does it look dangerous? From the outside, the building looks solid. It just looks you know filthy and vine you know uh, uh, like nature is kind of starting to reclaim it, but it's still from the outside. Still looks pretty solid. Okay. So the tower itself looks like it's intact. It's not crumbling or okay. No. There's probably there's probably a roof inside that at least covers. You said it was raining lightly? Yes. Yeah. If we can get out of the rain. I don't know if we're supposed to go in on our hands and knees, though. That's not really clear is approaching, it approaching if you approach the pool but the pool's right there unless there's some other pool 
Maybe there's another pool. Looking around the base of the uh, of the tower, I, I'm guessing it's clearly the only pool, or is there a lot of uh, visual obstructions around the base? Uh, I mean, there's a jungle around you. There's a little bit of a clearing here in front, uh, but there's jungle all around. So um, hard to know if there's any other pools. Yeah, there's got to be refuse and fallen leaves and stuff everywhere, right? It's not like somebody's been sweeping this area. No. Yeah, so it won't take long to have leaves fall and then decompose, creating a, a, a light dirt layer. It seems like this might have been a place that was once a major religious center, but no longer is. Well, so part of it is just, said that all of Cled is in decay. Yeah. Just as a reminder, I thought I would just quickly reshare these just to uh, refresh your mind. This is something that you saw that had been translated and everything for you from the um, Nicotic manuscript out of the um, Temple of the Elder God when you were when visiting there. Before journeying to the place of Ibstil, the priests of the Ivory Blade must be prepared for the great mystic reversal their God can bring to those who face it. They meet at that great pool that fronts the palace. Thence, groveling on hand and knee, they approach their terrible god. And uh, that's uh, on that page of the Narcotic Manuscript was the note in Chinese that said, look for the stone arch. They're great, the great mystic reversal. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. It's, uh, I would think that that's exactly the kind of language you are more comfortable with than some of us. It so sounds like a bunch of hoopy. <laughs> I, I would really not like to find out. And then did it mean that after you cross the arch, you have to get on your hands and knees? I, my impression no. from looking at that is that after the pool, after the pool. hands and knees to the stone arch. This, this is a strange word. This is also something you remember uh, from the uh, chat. Shataka uh, Aquadonin. See, deep within perfumed clad where life turns to death, he of the green cloaked horrors, he who waits in the glade, he who turns and watches, he who sees and knows all, waits for the time of coming. The stars fall, the beast bread of stone rampages, and a time of great change comes. The Watcher in the Glade knows the time and place of the coming. So the Watcher in the Glade doesn't sound like it's in a palace. Sounds like it's in a in a in the forest in a glade. Well, the stars fall. I wonder if that has any referencing to the stars. Which, which is equally as perplexing how we're supposed to stop a... Did it a, also uh, sound like there was a beast made of stone that watches in the glade? That will rampage. I think that there's a separate... There are, two, there are two separate entities. Or three, I suppose, if we're counting Nemesis as the star. There's the Watcher of the Glade, some kind of thing made of stone that will rampage and bring about change, and then a star that will fall. Mystics would just say what they mean. 
That's why we have scientists and bankers. Don't get me wrong. Science is extremely helpful. Uh, I move that we uh, move cautiously around the pool, perhaps uh, a couple of us on each side. On our hands and knees, maybe? Um, I'm prepared to go upright, uh, at least around the pool and to that colonnade of stone. Yeah. Uh, Barnabas, do you, Barnabas, do you have any uh, torches or lanterns? Oh, I'm sure I can uh, find something here for you. Just give me a moment. And he starts rummaging through the howda and then goes to the other elephant and starts rummaging through that howda. And then he comes back clanging, uh, arms loaded with three lanterns. He says, uh, let's get these lit. And it's not oil lanterns. They are candle uh, candles contained in a, in a lantern housing. Thank you. Oh, one last sip of your great tea. This this crane tea is the, is the absolute best, Barnabas. Thank you. Only the best for my customers. Uh, well then, uh, I guess lanterns for the first, third, and fifth. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Or that's if we're going to line. If we want to go around it in two parts. Barnabas, you know this place is dangerous, but you can't describe any specific danger, just that no one returns. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, the jungles of Kled are filled with many, many dangers, too numerous to name. can name a couple. You, can start a <laughs> you are very funny. Yes, you are very funny. Uh, fellows? Any last thoughts before we head into the gloom? Just to be extremely cautious. I hope these lights don't attract anything else. Something else. I've, you know, if we're walking into the presence of some sort of God in a place like this, um, we don't even know what we're dealing with. Um, Best not to look at it directly, is my guess. Keep your like, eyes humble. Maybe like through a mirror or a reflection? Well, or keep your eyes down. And if you start to see something that you shouldn't see, well, avert your gaze. Oh, I mean, I, I keep thinking of Medusa. Maybe that's what the reflection pool was for perhaps so that one could look without without looking directly well i want to get out of here as soon as possible right. yeah so let's I'll start heading down yeah. we'll go yeah, carefully i'd like to take up a stick as we approach the pool and see if uh i can clear some of the murk from the top of it okay yeah, you're able to, uh, you know, pull and drag some of the algae and muck and just slime that's, you know, covered on this uh, skim of water. And, uh, and you, you pull it 
and there's dead leaves and stuff in it. You're able to clear it enough, and you're you're able to, to strike bottom on this uh, pool pretty quickly. And by your assertions, there's probably two inches of water in this pool, and it's all pretty dark and filthy even if you get the slime and stuff out of it just the sediment that's in there you know stirs it up and the water is just brown do, do yeah. we notice anything moving in it uh you don't see anything moving in it except maybe some lizards that scurry and maybe a couple of frogs well that's actually a good sign yeah, living things is, is not a bad sign unless they attack. Uh, should we go around in a line or should we split apart? No, I, oh, no, we no. can stick together. All right. I agree with Dr. Long. I'll take the front uh, with uh, lantern and, and uh, dagger. I will keep my dagger by my side. Zeb, are you coming? Is anyone not taking a dagger? All right, so everyone is armed, and three of you have lanterns. I'll bring I'll bring a bow too. Bring a bow. All right, you've got a bow. <laughs> Cornelius, you're the best. He has a candle-shaped lantern. Oh, yeah, lantern. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so just let him grab his lantern real fast. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. I love it. I love the candle. <laughs> Uh, awesome. All right. So, uh, you guys, um, it's a, it's a muddy, you know, the ground is soft as you're walking, um, you know, under the, uh, the canopied columns, you know, the, the canopy really being provided by the, the, the foliage that's grown up on it. Um, and as you get to the archway and you transition uh, inside, uh, the floor is stone, and the floor is just utterly filthy because there's no door on this archway. And so uh, wind and just, you know, earth and stuff have kept, over the years have kind of blown in and whatnot. And so, you know, uh, you when you go through the archway, you're in a square room that is uh, probably about uh, 20 foot square. So fairly, fairly good sized room. Um, and, you know, about half of the floor is, uh, you know, got about a couple inches worth of uh, dirt and filth that's just kind of blown in through this open doorway. This 20 foot uh, square room, it has uh, two other exits not counting the one that you just came in from the outside. Uh, there is an archway, again, no doors. There's an archway directly opposite of you. And we'll just call it for arbitrariness. We'll call it the north wall. So there's a, you came in from the south. There's a, uh, a door, an opening on the north. And it's a hallway that leads further north. And then on the east wall, right up against the wall of the tower is an open archway. And right there, you can see immediately there's a set of stairs, you know, hugging the wall, spiraling up the edge, 
and uh, you can even see, you know, because the windows and they're almost like those uh, really skinny, almost like Archer windows, but they're not the they're not the Archer windows, but they're super skinny windows. Um, you can almost see one of them about 15 feet up the stairwell and then and then it's every 15 feet um, up as the stairs continue to spiral. Um, so yeah, you've got those uh, two exits. One is a stairway, and one goes to a hallway that goes. Is anything on the western wall? That's exactly what I was going to say. No, and uh, the the room is the stone blocks uh, constructed, constructed stone blocks. Um, it's a uh, it's a it's a twelve foot high ceiling. It's a flat ceiling, um, and there's no adornments on um, any of the on any of the walls so there's nothing painted on the walls and uh, there's nothing uh, mounted to the walls um you guys do see a uh, dim yellow light uh down the north hallway so there's something lit down there that hallway huh. do we smell anything or hear anything give me a listen roll anybody may do that if they so desire uh, I got a 99. I hear music. Ooh. <laughs> a 40. That's a standard pass. Oh, no. That's, oh, no. That's, yeah, standard pass. That's I was going to say, if that was a hard success, what is your listen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at my library, not my listen. But it's, 25 it's still... is a regular success for me. Okay. I have a regular also. Okay. Uh, so, those of you who were successful, um, while it is, very faint very faint you almost didn't catch it you think you might hear someone very faintly going ah, ah, just a little bit where is it coming from from the northern hallway the north. you hear that somebody else here yeah sounds like from the north hallway well, if, if there's light, there's something. I mean, it could be a bright fungus, but, and who knows in this mad place. Uh, it seems uh, almost impossible for us to approach th this archway ahead on hand and knee with the filth on the stone. Must and be we are not about. the people of the ivory blade. That might be a rule that's specific to their order, but we might also be violating some some it, law of this place. It doesn't seem to me that this is a temple. So maybe we still have something to find. If it's a temple, then maybe that's what it's talking about. This yeah. just looks like a This is definitely the entry, entry hall. Maybe you have to enter the temple on hand and knee, not Right, that would make more sense for a religious. But I mean, maybe you have to approach the temple on on hand and knee. Well, I thought it, I thought they said they approach the pool on hand and knee. That's where I am. Yeah. I thought it was, I, that's why I think they're because it the says God. what the, the the pool before the tower. Pool so before the tower, just... thence the stone arch on hand and knee. So no, I'm just not sure that that filthy thing outside is the sacred font. Well, the the thing is, look how old this place is. It's been, it's dilapidated and abandoned. That could have been a clean pool of water at some point. I'm sure it was. So, so full of muck. 
I, I don't see any in the be... pools unless there's one down that hallway. I don't much feel like getting on my hands and knees in this crap, and no. I can't carry a dagger and a lantern doing so. I, I don't intend So to. if no one thinks we're going to be beheaded by an angry god, then I'm just going to walk forward like an American. Oh, ye gods, we apologize if we've made a mistake. Frederick, you and I are going to have a long talk if we wake up tomorrow. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. All right. Onward. Uh, if we, yeah, well, let's just go through the, let's go through the stone arch in the northern end, because that's where somebody's in pain and there's a light. Any objections? No, but I just thought of another word in that thing that we read. Look for the stone arch. Why would we have to look for a stone arch in this building? Unless it was another stone arch, something hidden. I mean, every doorway is a stone arch. Well, do we know that the one ahead and on the east is our stone? That whole building was stone. The whole building is made of stone. Yeah, everything in here is made of stone. Yeah, I think you're. I think you've got an idea there, Doc. Uh, you know, there could be a stone arch at the bottom of that pond, for example. Right. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm worried about the. I heard a moan. Yeah, yes, someone I, could be in yeah. trouble. Let's, we should see if we can help. Let's just proceed well, cautiously. So you guys head northward. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so through the through the uh, doorway, the arched doorway that goes to the north, uh, it's a it leads to a twenty foot long hallway that is actually only about six feet wide. So it's a pretty narrow hallway, and um, so as you guys go down this hallway, uh, you can see the the dim yellow light ahead, and this uh, twenty foot hallway it opens up into a circular room and the, the circular room, it looks like it's maybe a 30 foot diameter circle of a room. And you look up, uh, cause just walking into this room, uh, the air feels a little different. There's like an echo or something. You look up and the ceiling in this room is a domed ceiling that's also about um, 25 feet high um, dome ceiling. So it's a pretty tall, circular dome ceiling room. Um, the floor, uh, the, the, the walls are the same um, stone block that's been uh, constructed throughout the everything else that you've seen in here. The floor is more of a cobblestone and it's uh, laid out in a in like this uh, circular pattern. So it, it almost uh, looks like everything is uh, concentric rings, you know, towards the center of the, of the room. The center of the room on, on the floor in the center of the room, um, there's, no, there's no safety lip. There's no nothing. There's just a, um, a six foot diameter hole in the center of, the, of this room. Um, and the weather, uh, 
you know, you know, it's raining outside. It must be kind of leaking through here because uh, the dome ceiling in here, uh, there's little bits of water uh, dripping down the walls. And uh, so the floor is a little bit slick, but you can see, uh, uh, and it's not, it's not great, but there are small uh, rivulets of, of tiny little, you know, patterns of, of lines of water that are that are moving from the walls down across the floor you know in between some of these uh, cobblestone uh bricks and uh cascading down into the hole in the center of, of this room the, the light is coming the... the light's coming from four torches that are set in iron sconces on the walls and they're lit uh and so it's a flickering yellow uh firelight and uh, but there's no light going into that hole, so it's a black hole in the center of the floor. Can we, can we hear the water uh, hitting something as it goes down? Or yes, it does sound like it's uh, splashing, splashing on something. Yeah. So perhaps it's like a big well. We can't get close. We're not close to it yet, but. But yeah, so you've just kind of entered the room, but you're basically near the uh, edges of the room. Maybe that's the pool, the sacred font. A font, do you drink from a font? Maybe it's the sacred well. Myron, you're uh, muted. Generally where water comes from, not where it goes to, isn't it? Font or fount or fountain? It's a spring, not a, well, I don't know. Um, the smoke from these torches, is it? sneaking out through holes in the ceiling is it gathering the smoke from the torches yeah um, for it to escape there's uh, no central chimney obviously there's no central chimney and uh, there's not a lot of smoke being generated so they're burning pretty clean they're dream torches but there's torches so people like somebody must be here I can see why you'd want to approach this on hands and knees. You'd hate this slip and fall in there. Yeah. You, you know, could slide across uh, the floor. Something about this is very reminiscent of Edgar Allan Poe. The pit, the pendulum? Yeah. I uh, might even suggest that we approach on hands and knees and chained hand to hand. So that if one of us goes, we all go. No, so that the what in front is held back in case there's a loose stone or false area. Do we just want to look down in the hole? I, is that where the that's that's where the sound is coming from, right? It's not constant, um, uh, so you suspect it's probably coming because there's no other exits. There are no doorways or anything in this circular chamber. Other than the hole in the floor. Oh, with the dome ceiling, it's echoing the sound around. So it's got to be coming from the hole. Uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of say out. Uh, hello, is there anybody down there? Uh, you wait a little bit and there's no reply, no response. Do we have any rope or anything like that with us? I didn't bring any from the elephants. I would I be willing to for it. I'd be willing to scoot forward and take a look over the edge, but I'd like you to tie a rope around my leg or my, my Well waist. that's why I'm saying we should 
we should hold hand to hand and crawl hand to knee. I, I can run out to Barnabas and see, I'm sure he has rope. I mean, whoever, whoever goes, whoever creeps up to the edge, I mean, if, if two of us grab each leg. I just, if something grabs me and pulls me in, I don't want it to pull you in as well. If we have a rope, you could just let go of the rope. Well, we could just let go of you as well. I guess. I, I'm I'm running out to Barnabas and the yeah. elephants. Like and literally just two, min, two minutes out to get some rope. Yeah, I'm sure he has rope. I'll... I can lay on my stomach and scoot forward. It's going to get my blue suit disgustingly dirty. But yep. It's Barnabas, just a dream suit. Barnabas. Barnabas is smoking a pipe and... Uh, and uh, he comes back and goes, oh, mm, all right. Uh, and so he goes rummaging around. He comes back and he tosses you um, uh, 50 feet of rope. Whoa, thank you. So just tie this around my waist and I will lay on my stomach and scoot forward. Hopefully I won't slip. All right. I'll yell. I'll tell you if I'm slipping. Uh, the You know, despite the... Uh, optical illusion uh the floor is still fairly level and uh so you know you approach um on the floor up to the edge and you feel pretty safe uh you peer over the edge you get a little bit of visibility down uh, but you can't you can't see all the way down so it goes down into darkness uh but you can see that the hole uh, again six foot in diameter um and it's a uh, brick lined brick constructed um give me a spot hidden uh 14 that's a um that is two points from an extreme i'll spend the luck if that does me any better (laughs) it will not the extreme is not necessary okay um so with your successful role you're looking and you actually notice you know this is a brick uh constructed uh hole some of the bricks um, are not flush with the wall. There's actually several that are not flush with the wall. And it looks to you like they're engineered to be hand toe, finger toe holds to, a, uh, for controlled there's, descent. There's a way to climb down here. Uh, it looks like it might be a little slippery and a little dangerous. I can't see the bottom and I can't see if there's anything down there like a door. We would need more rope to, uh, to, to successfully climb down. I'm, I'm no climber. Are, are any of you adept at such? Might I suggest that we search the rest of this building before we try anything as dangerous as this? Yes, we should go up. If we have a stairwell up and a stairwell down, and the stairwell up is lit and stairs, and the stairwell down is in a well, uh, we don't we don't know the depth of it. Exactly. It could just be a shithole. (laughs) We we could. We have the rope. Can't we? Should try sounding it. Yeah. How deep it is. We could. Does anybody have something to light on fire? I could drop it down. The ground is actually fairly level. Yeah, if we can find any bit of dry waste, we there's, have. Yeah, there's lanterns. torches lit. Who lit the damn torches? 
whoever's down in the damn pit. Or I have a napkin I used oh, at lunch it's... earlier. <laughs> could, could we not just tie a, a torch to the end of a well, here, let's rope see and this... just sort of quickly descend it? Wait, I think I still have a coin. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying we can tie tie a knot on the end of the rope and kind of feed it down until it hits until the bottom. it goes slack. Mark Twain. All right. Actually, I feel fairly safe here on the edge. Why don't you just let me have the rope? Okay. So you want to well, basically here, do I'll that? I'll hold your feet. I'll while while Zeno's doing that, I'm gonna secure his his leg so he doesn't fall if he starts to slip. Okay. Um, I am going to. Oh, I don't have my jewelry with me. Sorry. Um, let's try to keep wearing this, and I shouldn't. Uh, I was going to try to get something and tie it onto the end that clinks when it hits the ground. Um, you know the the lanterns that Barnabas gave you have a ring on the top. You could tie <sighs> lower, just lower, lower a lantern. lantern. There you go. Let's do that so that we can see. Okay. Uh, great. So you tie a rope on one of the lanterns and you just start lowering it down, and it's illuminating uh, the brick-lined hole, which is you know uh, interrupted with lots of 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 bricks that are not flush uh but they're also not in a set pattern so it just looks like it's fairly random so you know hands toes you know would you know maybe, so you could the... you know climb like a monkey up and down this hole right um and so you start lowering this lantern down and it goes uh about uh 30 feet and then it finally uh comes and it rests you get it to rest on the floor down there at 30 feet and you can see the the light kind of changed you know the light was very contained within the shaft of the of the of the well we'll call it a well right. um and then right i mean almost right as it got to the bottom it you know kind of the light widened out you know so it wasn't quite so contained in that shaft do we see any doors or anything leading out of it, or is it just like the bottom of a well? I mean, you're looking straight down, you know, a circle. So all you see is a circle down at the bottom. That's all you can see. But instead of seeing the narrow circle that's six feet wide, you're it, seeing it, the light disappear yeah, so in the, the darkness. So, so it's you can tell that where the lantern is sitting on the floor, there is not walls right up on it like it was in the shaft so it widens out but it might only widen out another two feet as far as you can tell from your perspective right well i the think lantern go out and walk correct it landed on stone floor i mean there's a maybe a puddle down there you know well, the water's got to be going somewhere but i mean there's not a lot of water coming down it's just you know rivulets of water well, I still say we look around the rest of the building before we decide to go down this hole. But the hole obviously looks like it's made so that you can go up and down it. 
albeit with a little difficulty. What do you say? I, I wanted to get a look at what's in the tower first. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, and we still uh, are interpreting the idea of a stone arch, so we might as well. And we can come right back to this, so. Yes. Let's go all the way back to the stairs going up. There wasn't okay. anything else, right, on the way? Yeah, well, it's real. Yeah, it's real. The lantern back up. Right. It might just be a well that seasonally fills up with water and, you know, as the tide comes in or whatever. In the jungle. There's still <laughs> tide forces. In a, in a dream world, dream world for a dead temple. Well, if there was a once people living here, they had to get their water from somewhere. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. Could be an underwater lake, perhaps. Could or be. an underwater reservoir. Maybe when it really pours down rain, this whole thing fills up with water. Who knows? Um, all right, let's go back. Okay. Uh, so you pull the lantern back up and you head back to that uh, front uh, entry chamber and you start heading up the stairs and uh, it's a pretty narrow uh, like the hallway it's only six feet wide and uh, you're just kind of you know I mean you, you get a little bit of, uh, of vertigo as you're going up these stairs so everyone you know starts just kind of hugging the wall the outer wall and you're working your way up and about every you know 15 feet there's one of those narrow windows and you can see outside and you keep going oh there's the outside you keep going you keep going and you spiral up and eventually um you can you know feel the cool air coming towards you that you you must be near the top and you you crest and you get out onto the roof and uh the roof does have uh battlement walls around um and so at the lowest point it's at about waist high but at the highest point it is probably about six feet high so if you're under six feet tall you know you could stand right up against that battlement and be protected uh but you know, um, uh, the cloud cover is uh, starting to clear out, so the rain is starting to to, to thin out and 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 lessen. And uh, you see this, uh, you know, large fat moon hanging in the sky, super low. It looks, it almost looks like it's sitting on the forest uh, from this uh, strange angle, uh, but uh, it helps really to illuminate the uh, forest below. So you've got a pretty good view, you know, in 360 degrees. Is there anything on the floor, like carvings or in any anything intricate? On this, on this roof, thing? on this roof yeah. floor? No, it's uh, stone block, stone works, you know, the construction. It's so all it's, white, and it, it does have a much better cleanliness of white up here than it did down at the ground floor. It's not also domed. It's a flat tower top between flat, parapets. Yes, flat tower top. 
Barnabas and the elephants are still there? Yes. Yeah, they're down there. Everyone can uh, give me spot hidden. 98. Mm. Oh, one. Oh, you ruined my cow. 11. All right, well, remember to tick your skills. Um, and uh, and Frederick, actually, I house rule, if you roll an O1 for a skill, give it a, some other special indication. Maybe it's a double tick or some way to indicate that this that, that skill was achieved with an O1. Uh, because when it comes time to improve skills, I'll, I'm going to give you an option. Uh, but with your O1... Um, you look out to basically we'll call it the north. Um, so on the on the side opposite of where the elephants are sitting, you're looking out into the uh, into the woods below you, and um, you spy a muddy trail um, that was a little bit overgrown, uh, but once the trail you know, it starts to lead away from the tower. Um, some of the uh, some of the the mud and the slop that just kind of runs off from the tower. It 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 doesn't obscure that trail there. So you can see a trail going into the forest north of you. And uh, your O one, you notice that some of the trees, some of the forest trees. Um, they look uh, oddly. They look like they've grown in a in a strange pattern, almost as if they themselves have created some kind of of arched uh, pathway. But you're seeing it from above. Uh, but they've grown together and created this almost like a gothic archway pathway, and then. It leads up to a small hill that's not too far away and perched on this small hill, you see a lone gothic stone archway just just standing there by itself on the hill. I, I think that's the that's the archway. Do you see that through, through the trees? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cornelius is trying to find the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well that um it's good to know that our uh scant intel before this whole thing has some basis in reality as Zeno asked what it meant to look for a stone arch and a building made of them i think that's the stone arch not a stone arch so approaching do you think then that when we get to the stone or the, the the tree arches that we should well is there another pond that's another question we, we should explore that in the morning we can't see it through the pass of trees but agreed we need daylight you want to spend another night here camped out on the damp stone of this tower no no but do you want to walk out into the forest filled with monster trees and bat creatures that exactly attack in the dark i don't want to stay they didn't attack in the dark they attacked in broad daylight and this is some sort of holy place in dream logic 
I don't, I think, uh, whatever presence is here, uh, in that pool might keep things away. Might be the only ones foolhardy enough to come here. And you guys do hear out on the winds a familiar screech. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, of the bat creatures. Yeah, there's this. Writers. I think that's what uh, called them. Well, well, well we we're didn't see the other yeah, I, I don't really want to stay overnight, but I'm very fearful. Well, before before we leave to head towards there anyway, we should find out what's at the bottom of that well. Agreed. I'm not sure I see the logic of that either. Because we heard the noise. Uh, Maybe yeah, there's somebody could down there. Certainly be a lure. I mean, part of, I mean, part of what, why we came out here is to try to find the remains of Philip Baxter, right? Right. We don't have any reason to believe that Philip made it this far. It's true. Philip it's true. was planning to come here, but as far as I recall, the last entry he made, not in the dream diary he let his brother see, but in the diary that was in his former home was about going to the temple uh, to the elder gods. He wanted to follow this track, but I don't think he ever came here. Barnabas didn't bring him. And I think he didn't trust Barnabas. Oh no, he didn't, most definitely. So uh, we're, I don't expect to find Philip. I expect to find what Philip came looking for or hope to. He was hoping to ask the god questions and yeah. get answers. But if the and god's out there, then... The, yeah. We're not, not hearing any more of those faint scream sounds. We're, we're at the top of the tower, though, now. You're, you're on the roof of the tower, and you can hear uh, the trumpet. night creatures of the, of the forest, plus some screeches from familiar figure, familiar creatures. So anything like that would be drowning out the faintness of what you heard inside the tower, if it is still there to be heard. The the muddy track that leads to the arch of trees, does it come out of some part of this tower or is it just like, is it clear how we would get there from the base of the tower even? Um, it just like seems from here, it seems like you would just simply walk around the base of the tower, get to the north side of it, and then head head further north into the woods. So maybe they came to the sacred pool and the tower was just inconsequential and then they went on to the, the arch. I, I, the lit torches and the handholds and the mysterious sound suggest to me that there's a trick that those who don't know to look for the stone arch are lured into that pit and don't ever emerge but maybe that's just the way i dream all of it seems very suspect and frightening yeah Well, if we do decide to go out at night, uh, we should do it together. 
however, I'm for one staying here. Well, I don't feel tired yet because if we, it's just turned night. But I'd feel dangerous. I feel like I'd like to wait to go up the hill because of the darkness. So we could explore the pit while we're here. Agreed. I agree with you, Dr. Zeno. If it's a trap, I mean, there's enough of us here that we can rescue one another if all it is is a matter of lowering one of us down on a rope. We barely survived bats on the way here with the protection of our guide. Yeah, who knows what we'd find down there. Then again, who knows what we would find out on the trail to the stone arch. Well, I, look, I, I do hate staying here. I really do. So, I mean, go, going out to that arch and trying to find this thing, um, I don't, I don't want to wait around all night here. That's a long time to be out here. Zeb, I guess the deciding vote is yours. Should we ask Barnabas what he thinks no. we should? I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to go out in the night. I'd rather stay here for the night. Travel in the day. I agree. There appears to be no danger inside this tower. but I'm not going down that hole. I'll go with whatever anybody else wants to do. Should we just... All right, so... As, as, as I said, if, if, if your plan is to stay in here all night, you might as well explore down the hole. But I would prefer that we go out to that stone arch. That's what I want to do. I want to well, go we to need to go armed in some manner in case if we get a swarm of those bats, we're done for. Yeah, we won't have shelter to we won't uh, even be able to run place, back here. The place is it's protected. The, the canopy forms. But what if there are colonies of those creatures living up in those trees? Well, and, and for that matter, and it it's ironic that I should suggest this to you, I think, Dr. Zeno. Perhaps we should not go armed into a sacred space. That's, Perhaps we should go possibly with open, true. open hands so as not to offend this changeable deity, which for all we know is a giant bullfrog with what? 17 eyes. What does that mean? That a reversal, a reversal of what? Keeper, uh, question. How far, again, was the estimation from tower to arch? Not far. Um, not even... Like a football a, field? Yeah, maybe, maybe, but probably slightly less than a football field. Yeah. 200 feet, so... Thereabouts. Oh, 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 let's so go then. Ahead. Oh, let's go. I thought this was like... I. That's not far. Let's go. Yeah, I thought we had to. We climb can do this. Yeah. Um, I'd sure like to know what that that the reversal thing sounded very strange. Reversal of what? Well, we keep hearing similar but different words to describe this 
God or monster, change, chaos, reversal, all of these. Should we approach backwards? Well, we're prepared for the great reversal. I don't know in what sense. Yeah. We are, uh, we are a blind congregation following no priest. I had an idea. What if it means exactly what we thought it meant in the beginning? What if this is the fountain of youth? What if the great reversal is our age? It reverses our age. Or it, it reverses our life and the death. Is that really reversal, though? That's ultimately where we're all going anyway. Unless you bring somebody dead there, maybe then it brings them back to life. Oh, great, Scott, gentlemen. Who's he? <laughs> oh, Scott Edmondson, the ah. explorer. I admire him greatly. Um, no, uh, there was something that Father Julian did that Philip was very ashamed of and made him want to even sever contact between Julian and, and his daughter, Cynthia. But we never learned what it was. But of course, it was Julian who discovered the Book of Ibon in which the, the uh, mechanism for generating this draft comes is it something that is it is it was philip coming here because julian wanted to come here or tried to come here to reverse oh i felt as if i were on the brink of an understanding as one often does in dreams reverse whatever this such a shameful act was this event perhaps but i don't know how that would affect us or how we could help philip with it Hmm. Well, I suppose we will eventually find out. But I mean, if this thing really answers any and all, if it could answer any question, we can learn what Philip wanted from it. It would know such a thing. And it could all. tell us how to stop a star. Hopefully. Well, let's hope that we please it enough that it's willing to answer our questions. I wish I hadn't given them all of my tobacco. Gods are not genies. They don't grant Yeah, visions. I mean, if, if, if the ferrymen are asking for your most prized possession, I tremble at what a god might ask for. I didn't mean as an offering. I just meant I could use something to soothe my nerves. Dr. Frederick, do you know I think that you are the most valuable person that I know? Oh, that's. <laughs> it's a shame for me to have to give you away. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you know. Uh -huh. I've come to respect you far more. Frederick, who do you think is very, very dear to you? Hmm. Well, uh, after this whole uh, fighting off the bats, I think Zeno. Zeno's particularly dear to me. <laughs> so, let's see. All right, fellows, shall we uh, storm the god in its den? As you wish. Ellie ho. Let's, 
let's uh, let's let's set down our arms before we cross to the stone arch. Yeah, I mean, if this yeah, if, if this thing really is godlike, our weapons won't help us much anyway. And you know, Barnabas says everything's so scary, and then he says, "Okay, we'll be all right." Then we get mauled by a tree and by bats. And here in this tower, we've seen nothing that can harm us. Like where are the giant spiders? Sorry, they're in the pit. Probably well, and he—I mean, Barnabas is talking doom and gloom, but he's over there smoking a, a pipe with his little feet up on the elephant back. So where is the danger? The danger is in the something profound or in the pit. Um, all right, let us steal our nerves, or we'll wake up in my parlor. What's the worst thing happen is we get killed and we wake up in your parlor. Yeah, it's, it's a dream. It's, it's just a dream. Dream within a dream. A very peculiar dream. Never before have I ever had a dream so interactive and connected with others. It's that drug that we took. And yet, didn't they tell us it was just I, tea? We'll see. All right, let's go. Let us. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, descend the stairs and you're leaving the tower to follow the path and go for the hill, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to look over at Barnabas as we as we leave the tower and watch to see if he goes. Uh, he has his pipe. <laughs> he has his pipe. He tips his hat. He says, happy hunting. And he goes into his howdah and pulls the shutters closed. Uh, okay, so you guys uh, head out. You get to the north side of the tower. You work your way around. You get to the north side. And sure enough, there's that uh, uh, muddied pathway leads off into the north. And it has a little bit of a of a gentle curve, you know, to the to the right, to the towards the east, um, and as you're going up the path, eventually you see these trees that have uh, grown almost into a very strange pattern. All the limbs are kind of twisting in on themselves, and they're creating a gothic archway over this path. And so you're walking, and it's you know for almost thirty yards. Uh, you're walking under this uh, 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 treed uh, pathway. Are yes. there any footprints other than our own? No. The ground is uh, mossy, spongy enough, muddy enough that uh, it's soft enough that it's anything that might have been in there has uh, bled away as uh, rain and whatnot has, has re-softened. And, and basically re-leveled the uh, earth. Um, com com comparing the uh, our up-close experience with the tree-like creature that attacked earlier, we saw that very, very close up. Um, does that look like these trees that we're walking under, or is it definitely different looking? Definitely different. Like, these trees are also of a different variety than what you've seen anywhere else. This is almost like a birch, and you and you've never you haven't not encountered uh, 
a birch tree in this type of jungle uh where it's you know a birch is more in like a uh, a northern forest you know uh, that's you know wooded but doesn't have a uh, a jungle canopy this is a strange um strangely grown birch in this type of wood it's uh, definitely feels out of place um and so the canop the 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 covered uh pathway leads all the way to the base of this low hill and um and so the hill it is it's very much a stony kind of hill that has almost like a mossy uh ground cover on it um and uh, you start to kind of start working your way up this stony hill and then right on the crest of it uh is this freestanding gothic stone archway and as you're approaching it is uh, it's very cold there's there's a cold breeze coming through the archway I wish I had my blue velvet cloak uh, I'd uh, like to set down my lantern and dagger and proceed prostrate. Okay. The archway um, is difficult to see through it. it the air in it uh, almost has that uh, heat wave effect where it's warping and, wave and being kind of wiggly. And uh, so it makes it difficult to uh, see anything with any clarity through this archway. Mm. I'll, I'll do what Myron does. Yeah, likewise. But I'm going to let Myron go a little ahead of me. <laughs> uh, Myron, are you um, going on hand and knee uh, with your dagger and lantern, or are you leaving um, them lantern, behind? Lantern and dagger at the doorway. And so they're at the doorway and, and you crawl through hand and knee with them being left here. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring my lantern, but not the, not the dagger. Okay. So you're basically kind of, you know, holding one up and just kind of going on three. Uh, all right. And uh, you guys are, are crawling through. Um, is everyone intending to crawl through? Yeah. Or walk through or not I, go through well I'll, I'll watch him go i'll stay i'll, I'll watch byron and, and zeno go first yeah i will stay behind next to all of their daggers and lanterns and watch them go through if they go through uneventfully i will follow suit okay um yeah as they go through uh, they don't come out the other side uh, on this hill. Um, and so as they go through, they kind of, they go somewhere. Um, so is everyone going through? I will follow suit then. I will. Okay. Yeah. On, on yeah. hand and knee. Hand yes. and knee, leaving both uh, dagger and lantern behind. Yeah. Okay. I will, I will follow Cuthbert. Hand and knee. Zebedee? Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. 
Uh, so you guys uh, basically leave your weapons. Um, Zebedee, or I mean, Zeno is bringing his uh, lantern, but it sounds like everyone's leaving their, their daggers behind. You go crawling through and you feel um, a little bit of, you know, maybe a little bit of nausea and uh, everyone uh, will lose two magic points. And as you come through on the other side, uh, you come through and um, it's it's cold. You come through and the air is very, very cold. Uh, but the ground, it's not like it's winter. It's just cold air. Um, and you come out and you're near the edge of a very large pool of water. Yes. No, I, I just went. Aha! There's our pool. Yeah. Aha! There is a pool of water, and it looks like it's a like a lake. You know, a small pond. Um, and uh, there seems to be uh, someone or something floating on the water. It seems to be sitting right on top of the water, and um, and that that person or. Or someone is is slowly turning on the water, and they're starting to rotate, and then you can see that it's a it's a it's a it's a bipedal creature of some sort. I'm looking um, down at the ground. Okay, is anyone anyone raising their eyes and uh, and looking up at I'll, this? I'll look at it. Okay, I'm looking down. I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm looking up. <laughs> up. Okay. Uh, if you are looking up, uh, you see this thing uh, kind of basically seated, its wings kind of tucked under it, its tail coiled around its uh, its base, and uh, and it's quite flabby and, and, and jiggly as it starts to turn its head and. Uh, if anyone is looking, I need you to make a sand roll. 50 is a pass. Fantastic. If you have a successful sand roll, roll 1d6. This is where I reach up and I grab Frederick's head and I bury it down the ground. <laughs> Success is 1d6. That is a... Success is 1d6. Did anybody fail their sand roll? I lost Myron. Two. Oh no, Myron. How, how much was your loss? I lost two. Oh, you're fantastic. Myron. Myron, you uh, failed your sand roll. And you are oh, on mute. Uh, but Myron, please roll 2d10. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Oh my god. 18. Oh, Myron. I, is that is that a fifth? Is that a indefinite oh, insanity that's, territory? That's I only had 48. Oh, I suppose you have yeah, you have more than 90 sand for that not sand. Chris, if his intelligence, hopefully his intelligence will fail. Yes, let's uh let's have a uh, uh, an idea roll if you would, please. I'm I'm pretty smart. <laughs> He's gonna go. Those are boobs. 
Yeah, that's a hard success on my intelligence. Oh boy, yes. Things are being put into place. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is quite frightening for you. So much for math. <laughs> I was doing such a good job helping you guys. And now my brain is broken into several pieces. You are broken. That is true. Uh, so let's let's start with the bout of madness before we. I have never seen an eighteen sanity loss in years and years of play. You've never mm -hmm. seen an eighteen-breasted bat creature. <laughs> <laughs> That's a god that is in a dream. Yeah. Um. Okay. Why don't we? Yeah, let's randomize. Why don't you roll me a d10, please? They've been so good to me. Four. Okay. Um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna private message you. I'll just silently scream while people process things. Yeah, Zeno pulls my head down before I get overexposed. I'll I'll do the same with uh, Zeb. <laughs> Zeb, get down! What the what the hell? What the hell is that? Myron starts screaming. Compound interest. Compound interest. <laughs> um, and so as you guys um, as you guys are here was there anybody else that needed to do anything with sanity rolls so just the two uh, uh, individuals looked up and one Zebedee, Zebedee did but he lost he passed and took four oh okay alright that's good alright Fantastic, um, and we'll we'll figure out what the long term effects of your of your extreme sand loss are uh, a little later. Um, but as you guys are laying there on the ground, I need everyone to make a power roll and tell me what your level of success. I want to use my. Uh bonus die that I got from the painting. You can do that. <laughs> so you may have your bonus die on the power roll. Well, that was a waste. I didn't even need it. 06 is an extreme on my first roll. I got an 09, which is an extreme. Nice. Okay. I failed. Failed. Cornelius? May I, may I spend luck on my power? You absolutely may. Okay, so I have currently a regular success, and I'm going to spend four power to make it a hard success. Okay. And Myron, uh, you get to also still do a pow. I failed. Okay, that's that's probably perfect for you. Um. Um. Yes, and I see the note there, Dr. Zeno. Um, 
Okay. So, for the individuals who had the extreme success on your power roll, you hear a alien voice echo through your mind as it as it asks what has arrived before and for that for this alien voice echoing through your mind each of you please give me a sand roll 55, that's a pass. <laughs> uh, 62 is a fail. Uh, if you passed the mental telepathy sand roll, uh, lose a d4. If you failed, lose the d10. Ooh. Ooh one point. I'm keeping my brain one intact. One point. Oh, dear. That was with the extreme success on power. <laughs> Anybody else without a, an extreme success, um, you're just you're just laying there, facing the dirt. Uh, um, so, uh, how do you respond, uh, Frederick Ectolong? How do you respond? I, I respond. Uh, I come to, I come before you. Uh, because this was the path uh, a friend of mine wanted to take but couldn't. <laughs> that is. That's why I'm here. Were you a friend before me? And a sacrifice. What well, brings you The knowledge to stop Nemesis. I seek it. And you shall it. When it is right, your mind will And you feel something invading you. Thank you. Oh, I don't know what it looks like. So, oh, great one. Uh, Myron, what's going on? I don't know what you, I don't know what you, I don't know why you, uh, you sons of bitches, you dragged me to this, you, gave me a drug and you made this fucking insane thing up in my own home and I trusted you and you're fucking lucky you bastards that I set that dagger down if there is, if is a dagger if you didn't give me a goddamn ruler and a flashlight if I had my arms I would throttle you bastards I had my arms I had my arms I'm stronger than this. I'm going to wake up from this, and you're going to pay for this. Every damned one of you is going to pay for this. 
falling into the stand sobbing. No, sounds good. Zebedee. Zebedee is beginning to uh, spasm and, and, and go into convulsions. Uh, oh, I'm a little caught up. Uh, I'm, I believe I'm close to him. Yes, you're close to him. Okay, I'll try to, to comfort him and uh, and uh, keep keep him warm if I have a, a, a my my out cloak over the the shabby shirt I have I'll I'll wrap him in that. Okay. So are you guys still laying on the I'm, ground by I'm the still, lake? Yeah, I, I I'm still there. Uh, it's just I try to think back to it. Um, as I did with the white, and just you know what what happened to Philip Baxter. Uh, the creature on the lake it suddenly launches into the air, and then it comes back down, and it is it's a huge thing, and it comes down, and it almost just like belly flops on this lake. And as it does, it creates this ripple of water, and it just cascades out. And this ripple of water, it's like a tidal wave. And you guys are are just helpless to it as it comes and crashes into the five of you and sweeps you out. And all of you are ejected through the portal that you had come through. And you find yourselves thrown through the portal, and now you're back in the jungle of Kled, and all of you are now tumbling down that stony hill, that moss-covered stony hill, as you roll back down. Everyone take a D3 in damage. Ow, that's three. Ouch. Ouch. Effort. Oh. You think that by beating me with sticks, you can make this seem real? You can't make this seem real. Huh. Hit me again. I, it hurts, but I don't care. <laughs> Myron, what? Myron. What's wrong with Myron? I. Myron. What's wrong with Zebedee? <laughs> Zeb, Zeb's in shock. It he looks like have, Myron's losing it. They must have looked at the thing. I, 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 I did. I looked. I looked at that godforsaken thing, whatever the hell that was. I hope to never see anything like that again. Well, what did it look like? What, what was it? I, it was big. It was huge. It was hovering almost on top of the water. This serpent-like thing with wings and all manner of God. growths and I I I don't even know how to begin where to begin how to begin it it spoke to me it 
Did it answer your question? It's it, it's said to bring it's said to bring Philip Baxter there with a sacrifice to merge the two. You can stop pretending I'm not fooled anymore. I can tell it's not you. I can see the edges. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just wearing Frederick's face. I don't know what you are. I don't know what you gave me, but you're not fed Frederick. You're just wearing Frederick's face. He's wearing Zeno's face, poor Zeno. All of you. <laughs> if I had hands, I'd tear them off and see what's underneath. I can't reach you. Does he have hands? Yes. When I wake up, I'll see what's under that, that leather face you wear, you monster. My, my God, we need, we need to get Myron somewhere safe. He's, he's we, coming apart. We need to find a way now to wake up. Did, did, did anybody else ask it anything? I did. I know how to destroy Nemesis. Don't touch me. You. Zeb. You know how to destroy Nemesis? Yes. Dr. Zener, did I hear you correctly? Yes. All I need to do is remember. But there's nothing there at the moment. It said that I would remember when the time came. Well, I guess that time is not now, but we need but to how get like back a dream to say something like that. I didn't look. Is anyone really hurt? Uh, I got scraped up bit. A, a, a bit from the fall. I I asked I asked the wrong question. Maybe I I'm sorry. I might have asked it another question and, and it sent us away. We we now should ask the most important question of all. What did the little guy Barnabas want? Is well, everything going to change now when we get back over there? Let's go find out. We need to get back to that staircase so that we can get out of here. Wee, 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 all the way home. Ha, ha, all right, Myron, let's... You don't want me to wake up. I will thrash you all to bits when I wake up. The eyes. Oh, all the eyes. Myron, you'll be okay. You're just in shock. You filthy murderer. Mm-hmm. All the eyes. Why it's, do you have all the eyes? It's, it's okay, Zeb. Zeb, we're, we're out of there. We're away from that thing. We, 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 need, to, we need to go. Yeah, we do. Why so many eyes? Come on, come on, Zeb. You do uh, need to go. All of you go. I'll wake up. You go. Leave me here and I'll wake no, up. No, no, no. Byron, you won't I wake up slippers, if we leave you here. I have slippers on and there are coals in the grate. I will drink up. I will have a brandy. I will find... Yes the murdered bodies of my friends and the fiends that wore their faces, and I will kill them. Myron, if I put $100 in your bank at 2% interest, what do I get in uh, six months? 
I'm trying to get his mind on things that. <laughs> if the train leaves Chicago at 5 p.m., it has to be bank related shit. Bank related. <laughs> right. Okay. If I need to take out a loan, hopefully try to snap him back to reality. So you guys have tumbled and you're laying on the ground. You've sat up or standing uh, at the base of that stony hill um, and the stone archway. Um, it now the portal is just black in between. You know, the, oh. the inside of the portal is just black. I will grab the, a dagger and a, and a lantern that I left behind if it's still there. All of that stuff washed down the hill to the lanterns oh. have gone out okay oh, they've darn. been snuffed let's get back to camp it's just yeah. right over yeah, there let's yeah. go let's go come Pretty on Zebedee. Far. come on myron yeah we need to make sure myron comes with us though he, he doesn't seem too cooperative right now <laughs> hands off me of just ask him math questions so unhand me is myron was myron walking with us if we don't grab him Maybe. Myron is, is, I mean, he can stand, but you guys notice that his arms are just dangling at his sides. And and so he's like, he's like shimming his shoulders around and his arms are just kind of flipping and flopping like, like, you know, yeah, like lifeless to, we limbs. Have to, we have to get him. We have to, we can't leave him here. Yeah, we have to so bring if he, him. If he's not walking with us willingly, willingly yeah. i try to drag him That's yeah what I'm i'll help you dr long i'll go on the other side of myron and say maybe if you pull him by his be, hands and arms be... he'll think that you don't have a hold of him um you know i've also forgotten something quite crucial um i would like um everyone who lost sanity from this encounter um i want you to gain as much cthulhu i'm just and i'm house running this this is my game i want you to gain as much cthulhu mythos as you lost insanity please just just because it involved a god How about Dreamlore and Dreaming? Nope. Have we got those are still at whatever whatever levels you've got them at? Okay. I rather like the idea that if they take me by the arms, I won't be able to tell what's compelling me forward. Sure. I think they're not there. <laughs> How are you doing that? <laughs> So you guys uh, gather, uh, and Zebedee, uh, Cornelius, you you probably have to help guide Zebedee as well. He just he keeps he keeps closing his eyes. He he, he doesn't okay. want to open uh, his eyes. Uh, Doctor Doctor Saladin. Oh, okay. All right. So, so I'll help. There should be two of us helping with Myron. He, he might resist as much. More. It's okay, Zebedee. Yeah, everything will be okay soon. 
Uh, so you guys return to the elephants, and uh, and Barnabas is there, uh, and uh, he sees you returning. He's like, <laughs> "You are all alive. That is very impressive. Very good." <laughs> Oh, welcome home. Welcome home. That's just it. We want to go home now. Are we done here? Is that the ringleader? Is that the one who who arranged all this? Myron is uh, suffering a bit from his experience. That's his empathy. Give him a little time. He'll become his, his good, wonderful self soon. I believe well, we are right. done here. Yeah, I'd like to leave this horrible place as soon as we can. I'm a very important man, and I'll find out who you are. You'll hang for this. You're very important, Myron. Yes, you are. Take off his face. We won't be doing that. This service to a good man. It's all right. Yeah, let's get on these elephants. Let's let's go. Yes, yes. All right. Let us let us uh, pack these animals. Hold on. Let's get everyone aboard. Okay. We'll have to hoist Myron up with a rope. He's not going to be able to use the ladder. Yeah. Uh, Barnabas says it is very late. It is. It would be very dangerous for the elephants to move at night. Plus, they need their rest. Well, then first we will, thing in the morning. Yeah. We will sleep here and 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 move out in the morning. All right. We might have to. Unfortunately, sure we're going to have to secure Myron and Zebedee. We can't have them wandering off. Hopefully, they'll snap out of it at some point, but. Let's tie up the Myron did, by the. Did you hear that? It it sounds like there's some some painful moaning coming faintly from the tower. It's echoing. Can't you hear it? No, Cornelius. What what do you want? What the thing that's down there in that pit? I, I, after just, after what I saw in just, that archway, I'm not going in there. I don't want to know what it is. Let it rot. I'm kind of on Frederick's side this time. Just All right. Wake up. All right. Uh, so Barnabas, uh, Barnabas says, uh, "Come, let's. We 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 will get them bedded down, and I will brew a special tea for them. It will help them sleep." Oh, that's much appreciated. I still don't trust this guy. He's gonna pull something. We still haven't paid him yet, whatever that is. He wants my fortune. You all do. You went so far to steal from me. I no, know. we're all here because of Philip Baxter, Myron. You killed Philip Baxter. That's how it began. All right. 
So you guys get Zebedee and Myron tied and secured to a bunk, each to their own bunk. Uh, Barnabas brewed a warm tea for them that they drink, and soon they fall into a deep sleep. They seem quite restful and peaceful in their sleep. Oh, thank goodness. Poor Myron. I hope he hope he snaps out of it in his slumber. Barnabas suggests that uh, everyone turn in and, and get some rest and that uh, they will they will begin the march out of the jungle in the morning. It must have been that thing. Hmm. Did you see Myron look at it too? <laughs> I didn't see anything else beyond that thing, Good Cornelius. Job. You don't understand. They must have looked. They must have looked. I, I could. I. Uh, you're lucky. You're not suffering from some bizarre delusion. No, I mean, I, I, I saw it, and it wormed its way into my head. But I, I feel fine. It wormed its way into my head too. Only but I. But you said you didn't it. look, though, you know. I didn't look, but something's there something in the back of my mind that wants to get out. I think it's the answer to what we need to do about Nemesis. We don't I mean, even know if, what if, Nemesis if that, if is. Not, if that's not here, if that's in the waking world, we need to get to that uh, observatory in Montana. I mean, we have we to look only, at the sky. We only got the one answer. They said they, they, just said, they said they discovered some new body. I thought it was this planet. But maybe it was something else. We have to see what they found out there in Montana. I think that's where we go next. Indeed. After we get Myron and Zebedee sorted out if they don't. Uh, yeah. If upon waking we do find Myron tries to kill us all. God. All right. I'm going to try to sleep. If Does I everyone turn in? <laughs> Yeah, but probably not very, probably pretty restlessly. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll I've keep got my bow handy. Yo, did dagger. so? Did we find? Did we find some of the daggers at the bottom of the hill? Yeah, you found did everything. Wash? Yeah, you found oh, everything. Okay. It all, it all so washed I, I, down to the same spot. Got it. So I'll, I'll keep a dagger handy and kind of stay up a little longer, watching over everyone. Okay. Uh, Cornelius, you're staying up and you're doing your best, but you kind of keep doing that, you know, that chin nod, right? You know, just kind of, and, you know, kind of startling yourself awake. And um, at one point, you're sitting there and you're just kind of blinking, blinking, chin nod. And then as your head bobs and comes back up, there's a face in your face and it's uh, Philip Baxter and uh, his skull, the top of his skull is missing and just his exposed brain is there and blood just starts to pour down in sheets over his face as he screams. I mean, he's inches from your face. He screams in your face, don't leave me! And and then you kind of 
startle and, and wake up. Give me a sand roll, please. Cornelius. Cornelius, what is it? Oh, fail. Fail? <laughs> I, I, Baxter. Roll a d4. Fail. Phil Baxter was there. His head was... He's screaming, don't leave him. You mean he's here. He was erupting in, in blood and, and his pit. face was being melting in. He was screaming, don't leave us. Don't leave him. Don't, don't leave him. Is he, is he in the pit? Is he in that building? He didn't say. He, he was just yelling in horrible pain, please don't leave him. That must be him. That must be him screaming out but I mean, that, in the that, tower. The thing, the thing said it needed to him and a sacrifice. I. What do we... <laughs> we gotta leave him here. What, what are we supposed to do? Can we came here him? for him. Well, maybe we can find a way to, to put him to rest somehow. Maybe if, if Myron could somehow snap out of it, he could let us know more of what he saw of, of Baxter. No, that, that thing wanted, it told me to bring, to bring him back with a sacrifice to combine. Through the two. portal? Yes, back through that archway. Mm. Back to that lake. Glade, I suppose. What, a, a human sacrifice? I don't know. It didn't specify. It wasn't very clear. Nothing about this is very clear. You said uh, that well, it we, wanted you we, to bring him back with a sacrifice and he would merge them. Yes. Merge him with a sacrifice. Uh, take a healthy person and a and Philip Baxter and merge them into a single healthy person? Is that the reversal? Reversing the damage done to Philip Baxter? I don't know what the reversal is, but I mean, it definitely reversed us back out tumbling down the hill. That was yeah. damn short. I don't know. Well, Perhaps my well, second question angered it. Or did it God, I want to leave this place so badly. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a second question. Philip, Philip Baxter is begging us not to leave him behind. We, we came here what we, for him. What are we him. supposed to do? What, what time is it? it I, what I time of the night is it? Can we tell? Dark. Night. It's the dark time. I mean, look, if we bring him back and he ascends the stairs and we gotta all wake up, what happens to him? His body's been destroyed. So we just we just leave him here, trapped, screaming this, in agony? Does his ghost... Is this where people go when they die? Well, we could at least free him here so he could have a, a life in the dreamlands, maybe. He, he doesn't deserve to be tortured in anguish and in pain and suffering. But whatever eternity. did that to him might do that to us. 
I mean, well, anything can, might, maybe. The thing is, he's, there's someone screaming and trapped, and he came to me in a vision just as strong as the vision that Myron had explained to us earlier happened to him. We could at least try to free him and then let it be at that. He could have more answers for us. He, well, you want to you want to lower your, if you want us to lower you down into that pit, fine. But I'm not sure we can come down after you, if that makes sense. Well, he should be able to climb down. There were bricks sticking out. The rope would just be to make sure he doesn't actually fall. Yeah. Right. Well, if you promise not to leave me behind, then no one else is willing. I will go down. We would never leave you behind. I'll. I don't know that I can climb down, but I can. I'll, I'll support you. We'll go to the pit with you. Frederick? These other two are tied up. I, they're, they're not going anywhere. But I, I hate to leave them here alone, if that makes sense. They're here with Barnabas. I don't know if I trust Barnabas. He, he's never given us a straight answer about anything. He's alluded to. Well, then, Frederick, you stay here, and I'll go with Cuthbert. And if I come running back screaming, then we can <laughs> uh, get on the elephants and leave and leave Cuthbert to whatever has gotten a hold of him. All right, well, good luck to both of you. All right. Oh, dear Lord. Cornelius. So as I said, we're walking with Cornelius and we've got our 50-foot rope. What are we hoping to find? You said that he looked like a ghost with no head or no uh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't see if his whole body was there. All I saw was his face right in front of me. And as his head was erupting in blood and gore and ripping away, he was yelling to begging to please don't leave him behind and what sort of sacrifice well, if we if we apples could... we could give him some apples <laughs> bananas i mean some gods are very happy with fresh fruit if 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 it's not too difficult to rescue him here in the dreamland then we could at least let him free in this dreamland and he could live here. Let's let's hope that's what it is, but we must be very careful. So I will oh, yeah. secure the rope so that you don't fall. And All right. We've got two lanterns. I've got one and he's got one. Okay. So All Frederick right. stays with the uh, howda, uh, in the howda with uh, Zebedee and Myron and Barnabas. Um, and uh, Cornelius and, and Dr. Saladin go back into the tower, back into the circular room. Um, you can secure one end of the rope to one of the wall sconces that's holding a torch, if you'd like. Okay. And then drop the rest of the rope down, and you can either descend well, with the rope or use the bricks, whatever we'll you want to do. We'll have him go down with the rope, but I'll, I'll keep the slack out of the rope. Okay. So that, you know, we let him down. All right, so it's tied around him as he's climbing. Right. Okay. Uh, do, Cornelius, do we hear? Do we hear the 
the moaning? Give me a listen roll. Oh, phooey. No, that's a fail. The sound of your, the anxiety running through your veins, you just hear the sound of blood pumping through your ears. That sounds about right. Zeno, did, did you, when you heard this before, I didn't. We were all pretty certain it was coming from, oh, you didn't. Uh, when I heard it before, it was coming from down there, most likely. Your assumption. There's no place else it could come from. Unless there's All a right. secret door in this room, but I don't see one. Okay, well, I will attempt to descend a, a little bit, like maybe maybe no more than halfway and give a good long listen again. Well, it's only six feet wide, so you should be able to oh, yeah, leverage okay. yourself with the bricks going down. So make a climb roll with a bonus die. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to not fall, spend 12 luck. <laughs> is, is this basically a fall situation? <laughs> well, I've got the rope around you. He has so the rope around you, you. You won't fall very okay. far. It'll just be scary for a moment. Okay. Me, I'll go ahead and take that slight fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dr. Saladin, give me a strength roll. Okay. Oh, oh, four. Yes, yeah, out you, of fifty. Doctor. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like Hulk. It's because I had it. I had it wrapped around me so that. Ah, yep. Grab a hold so, of the bricks. <laughs> so I'll do my best to to stabilize myself again, and okay. and give another good long listen. Okay. Ah, a good success. Okay. You think you hear a, a cry in pain as well as uh, maybe the slap of leather against flesh. Oh, that just generally doesn't sound good. Did you hear that, Saladin? I don't know. Did I hear it? Let's see. Yeah, I did hear it that time. That sounds like a whip crack. Be careful. I, 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 could yeah, I could rescue him if, if it was just him, but if he's abducted me... Something's cracking the whip. Yeah. I'll go down a little further to just the base. What's Is the lantern showing anything? Can I see a little bit better underneath that opened bottom? Uh, no, so you, you go ahead and you finish your descent. You get down to the bottom. You've gone 30 feet, and it it comes down into a 10-foot circular chamber, but it, the, it's only four feet high. So, so it comes down, and so you've only got four feet of, of space, and it's a 10-foot diameter room, and to the north is an opening, and so you kind of duck walk your way over there. And then once you get to that opening, which is a corridor that runs northward, you are able to stand up. So it's a it's like an eight foot high um, ceiling, a, a six foot wide hallway. So a very narrow hallway. 
and it's very long. It's really long to the north, and it is lined with short uh, wooden doors. So the doors are only four feet high, but they have a clearance off the ground of probably about four inches of clearance under the door and also set in each one of these thick wooden doors is a small window that has three metal bars in it. And so as you get to the very first door and the doors are in pairs, so left and right evenly, you know, stretching down this hallway and the hallway is longer than your light source allows, right? So it looks like it just goes on to darkness and again, it's just pairs of doors on, on your left and right, four foot high doors. And when you look inside the first one, you see a really small cell. It's four feet high, it's six feet deep, and it's about, uh, about four feet wide. So it's a really small cell. And uh, they're all filthy in there and uh, practically every one of them that you that you at least in the these first two that you're looking in uh, you see a skeleton curled so up curled up in a, in a, in a twisted yeah in a twisted shape on the ground uh, skeleton So I'll I'll listen again if that if that moaning screaming sounds going on. Okay, uh, you do hear. Okay. Uh, now that you're down uh, here, that no okay. role is necessary. Find where it's coming from. From somewhere uh, out of the darkness to the north. But not close not close it doesn't seem doesn't feel close not it's not not close yeah it's it's way out there in the darkness what do you it's see I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go lots of dungeon prison cells with skeletons but i think he's farther down here so I'll go, I'll go another 20 or 30 feet, but that's it. I'm not going to go any farther than that. Be careful. Okay. Um, give me a spot hidden. Aha, that's a success. So you this go... Standard success. Okay, you go about 30 feet down this hallway and it, it still continues heading northward, but with a successful spot hidden, you just see a small speck of yellow light at the at the at the to the north. So there seems to be a light source out there in the darkness to the to the north. Again, this hallway just keeps on going with all these little doors, these little cells all along. So how long has it taken me to get this far so far? Say from descent to where I am now. 
uh i mean i feel like you've probably been moving fairly slowly uh so it's probably been about you know five ten minutes maybe okay i will i will do another i'll do that amount of time farther but no more all right so as you go I, and you're you're now approaching another 30 feet you now see an end of this hallway and it ends in a door but it's bigger than the cell doors that have been lining on the left and the right and the door at the very end is a standard you know human-sized door and it also has a small window with three little bars in it and you can see uh, a weird green light yellow green light uh kind of uh dully very dull light uh shining uh through that window and as you're approaching you can hear the moaning and the and the whipping coming from that door So it is definite whipping. Oh, yeah, I can't tackle this guy myself. I am no brawling hero. Well, okay, I'll peer in slightly. Okay. Can I look through the bard? You can, you can. Uh, so you get to the door and you look through that little window and inside you see a fairly sizable room it's probably you know uh 20 foot by 20 foot square um and in the center of the room um there's a chain mounted to the ceiling and a, a man is uh his wrists are shackled and hanging from that chain above his head uh and he's off the ground so he's kind of dangling in the air from his arms um and he's kind of slowly twisting um and he's just basically wearing a, a loincloth and he's covered in whip marks uh and as he slowly turns and as he slowly turns you can see the back of his skull um has been basically uh cut away his skull cap is missing his brain is exposed you can see chunks of brain are missing and as the as the body is turning oh. you know because he's dangling there you see as the body turns you see this distorted almost like a stroke victim type of face of philip baxter hanging from this chain and there's some there's somebody in that room with him uh, with the with a whip and he just keeps cracking on uh, Philip's uh, flesh. And with every whip crack, his body kind of convulses and a moan uh, pours out of him as he's as he's you know whipped. And that happens again. Give me another sand roll, please. Okay, all right. uh, oh, I pass. That's a success somehow. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Lose uh lose a D3. D3. Oh great, of course. Three. And uh, with that revelation, I think this is a perfect cliffhanger uh, to call to a close. Uh, I want to go. Do you need any help? <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Stuart Lively, Josh Harwood, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We have... Um... Oh. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, Pascal Breitenfeld, uh, has contributed 4.5 euros. He's in Germany. Uh, that's a little over $5 in U.S. money. Thank you very much, Pascal. If you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.